On this Memorial Day edition of The Daily, we'll talk Devin and Droop and a lot more from the Dirt Racing Weekend. Let's go. It's Monday, May 29th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm going to start this week off with a question for you, and that's what was the biggest enemy on Saturday night at the Show Me 100? Was it Devin Moran bouncing off everyone, or was it the Droop rule that stripped Ricky Thornton Jr. of the $50,000 win? If you look at the social media reaction, it was very much the Droop rule, as everyone from race fans to drivers to a guy like Kevin Rumley all taking the opportunity to voice their displeasure against it. But in the pit area, it might be Devin Moran who was out there throwing absolute bombs and putting himself on the wrong side of guys like Brandon Overton and Tim McCready. In the end, though, that aggression and some luck is what got Moran the victory. With five to go in that feature, Moran was towards the front, but not going to win. On a late restart, though, he then threw uh, a huge slider at Overton that was never going to clear, and Overton crashes trying to avoid him. Jonathan Davenport ran out of gas with two laps to go, and then RTJ's victory is taken away by the Droop check, elevating Moran to the victory. Sort of a parting of the seas, That if Moran was involved with parting of the seas. Afterwards, in his post-race interview, Moran was a bit sheepish about the whole thing, and he made a mention of the circumstances. I doubt either Overton or McCready will forget, though, how they got raised. McCready even made a comment to Dirt on Dirt's Kyle McFadden about possibly not helping Moran in an upcoming Longhorn test. It's been a quiet first few months for Moran in that double down rod, and you have to wonder if his driving on Saturday night was maybe a little bit out of desperation to make something happen. As for the droop rule, it's again under fire after Thornton was found outside the tolerance in post-race tech. His car measured three-eighths of an inch too much on the droop, and he was pushed from the wind to fifth in the final rundown. He said after the race that the rough Wheatland racetrack broke the mount for the droop chain, which is why they failed the check. He was actually pretty rational about the whole thing in his comments, Uh, obviously disappointed, but, you know, didn't go after anybody, didn't say anything crazy. And what this means for the future of the rule, I don't know. I do know you can't just say the rule is off if the chain or the mount breaks or the track is rough because these guys will just build them weak and claim ignorance when they break in the future. There does seem to be growing and louder opposition to the rule, but the series that use it don't seem to be too bothered by it at this point. The Drupal rule saga certainly continues. Looking around the rest of the weekend, Davenport was much stronger than we've seen him be winning both Thursday and Friday, and then he led a ton uh, ton of laps on Saturday. He obviously did bow out uh, late with that empty fuel tank. Hudson O'Neill was a complete non-factor all three days. He uh, had a best finish of 16th on Friday. Uh, The season continues for Lucas later this week with two nights at West Virginia Motor Speedway for the historic 100. The top 15 in the chase for the championship is set, and now the next cutoff is down to 12 on July 15th at the Diamond Nationals. Jimmy Owens currently holds that last spot with Ross Robinson, Tyler Bruning, and Garrett Alberson outside looking in. RTJ did extend his points lead to 115 over O'Neill. At Sharon Speedway in Ohio, Chris Madden followed up his Thursday night win with the World of Outlaws Lay Models with a fifth on Friday and then another score on Saturday in the 25,000 win main event. Tanner English and Greg Satterley battled out uh, front through halfway, but then Madden got into the mix and took over for good on lap 32. English could never really get close enough again to make a move on Madden. I think it was a decisive weekend for Madden, who hadn't won yet coming into Thursday, but now he leaves Sharon with two victories, some cash in his pocket, and an extended points lead. 
Both Ryan Gustin and Kyle Bronson had poor finishes on Saturday and have tumbled from second and third to fourth and fifth in the standings. Gustin won that Friday race but was out early on Saturday night after catching an infield tire while battling with Satterley in the top five. Bobby Pierce has moved to second in the championship behind Madden. He's got 10 top 10s in his past 11 outlaw appearances, including weekend finishes of second, sixth, and third. Nick Hoffman has moved to third with three weekend top 10s after winning last week at Stateline. Later this week, the Outlaws have shows at Farmer City, Tri-City, and Paducah. On the sprint car side, weekend World of Outlaws wins went to Brad Sweet and Carson Macedo at Atomic Speedway. Sweet led flag to flag on Friday night, topping his brother-in-law, Kyle Larson, who was making just his second Outlaw appearance this season. Carson Macedo was third, while our other points contender in David Gravel was fourth. Donnie Schatz's recent speed continued as he went six to third by halfway on Friday. But a late flat right rear tire ended his bid for what would have probably been his sixth top five in his past seven races. Instead, he ended the night in 16th. Shots was again in the mix on Saturday night, though, leading laps, but eventually finishing third behind winner Macedo and David Gravel. For those that think Shots can scrap back into this championship fight, this is the problem for him right now. He has bad luck Friday, loses more ground, and then even a podium on Saturday doesn't move him closer with Macedo and Gravel finishing ahead of him. He might beat one or two of them uh, on a night, but all three will be tough to do on a regular basis. Brad Sweet missed out on a top 10 finish on Saturday night down in 11th, but headed to Lawrenceburg tonight. Shot still trails by 172 points. Remember, at two points per position, that's 86 spots. As for the trio out front, Sweet in the lead to Macedo in third is just 14 points. Last year's winner at Lawrenceburg was Sheldon Hoddenshield, and with the way his season has gone so far, they could repeat tonight or end up 16th. Uh, Friday at Atomic, he blew a tire in his heat and was behind the rest of the night, finishing 13th, and then was 4th on Saturday. Uh, with the All-Stars, after Tyler Courtney won last Thursday at Bridgeport, all three essential Pennsylvania wins went to posse guys. Lance DeWeese won Friday at the Grove, grabbing the lead from Anthony Macri on lap 19 and never looking back. Danny Dietrich went 11th to 2nd, and Macri ended up 3rd. Chase Deeds actually led early, but lost it in turns 3 and 4, uh, and I can't believe Freddie Raymer did not hit him, if you saw that replay. Sunshine ran towards the front uh, for a lot of that race, but blew a right rear with a few to go and ended up 24th. Zeb Wise was the highest finishing series regular and uh, 9th. At Port Royal on Saturday, Macri went on to one of the more dominating win uh, wins we've seen in a while in a sprint car. He topped pole sitter Mike Wagner by nearly 10 seconds at the checkered flag. Brent Marks was sir, uh, third with Zeb, again, the highest finishing all-star down in sixth. And then Sunday, DeWeese bookended the weekend with a green to checkered win and $29,000 in the Weikert Memorial. Macri and Wagner again rounded out the podium. I haven't seen the updated owner points uh, right now for the All-Stars, but even with the Thursday win, my guess would be that Zeb closed the gap to Courtney. He had four finishes of ninth or better on the weekend. Sunshine had a 24th on Friday uh, and two ninths at Port. I think that should have helped the 2016 game some ground. The All-Stars uh, race again this coming weekend at Dodge County and Plymouth. Looking around the rest of the country, Dale McDowell won two of three weekend spring nationals races, and it was Carson Ferguson who was crowned series champion for the second straight time. Josh Rice swept the Ironman weekend. Billy Moyer and Jason Fager were Mars winners, and Max Blair went to Erie's on Sunday and bagged $7,600. Weekend USMTS wins went to Rodney Sanders and Brandon Davis at Deer Creek, while Zach, Bander, uh, Zach Vanderbeek excuse me, picked up $10,000 on Sunday at Fayette County. The recent surge for Sanders puts the four-time series champion at the top of the standings right now by 84 points over Jason Hughes. USMTS Modifieds return in a few weeks for the Masters at Cedar Lake. 
The ASCS National Tour had three different winners with Austin McCarl victorious Friday at Lakeside and Joby Miller and Jason Martin winning Saturday and Sunday at Lake Ozark. Martin now has four wins in seven races, but trails Seth Bergman in the standings. Bergman hasn't finished worse than third in all seven starts and has an average finish right now of 2.43. The ASCS Sprint Cars head for Outlaw Motor Speedway and Caney Valley later this week. At Weed Sport last night, Matt Williamson stayed hot, grabbing the $7,500 Super Dirt Car Series win. He started third and eventually led 78 of the 100 laps, topping Jimmy Phelps and Matt Shepard. They'll do it all over again tonight at Lebanon Valley for $13,500 and a guaranteed Super Dirt Week starting spot. Before we close out today, hat tip to Casey Kane for picking up the 410 Sprint Car win last night at Houston Speedway. He was back in the Sprint Car this weekend after taking a few weeks off. He raced Knoxville on Saturday and then Houston's yesterday. Kane started second, ran Ryan Timms down late to score the win over Brooke Tatnell and Tim Kading. Timms ended up way down the order after he spun trying to re-challenge Kane for the lead, and he collected uh, pole sitter Chris Thoram in the process. That's it for the show today. Make sure you check out the streaming schedule over at DirtTracker.com. If you're looking for some racing to watch today, please be safe out there on this Memorial Day and take a moment to remember why we have this day. Hope you guys have a good Monday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.